Let's pray together as we come to explore God's word together this morning. Father God, we thank you that when we turn to your word, we find time and time again the call to remember things. And this morning as we look into your word, we pray that you will help us to recall and to remember the things that really matter in this world and in life. And that through your word, you might speak words of life to us because we believe that you are the way, the truth and the life. And it is in your name that we meet together and pray together. Amen. I was relieved to find out, uh, reading something, that I'm not the only one who has a tendency to forget things. I don't know whether you ever uh, forget things and how good your memory is, but I I found a list of the top five things that uh, people most often forget. Uh, Top of the list, with uh, 83%, was names. Um, I'm relatively new to this church, as many of you will know, and uh, I've got about a hundred names to learn. The church has only got four names to learn, but I've got about a hundred names to learn. And they've been uh, very forgiving and uh, understanding if I haven't quite got uh, people's names right. Some of our older members have have, have found a a tactic uh, to help me to remember. And uh, one or two of them, every time I see them, they they give me their name and they they remind me of their name. And it works, because those are some of the names uh, that I've remembered. So if you want me to remember your name, uh, every time you speak to me, just say your name four or five times. And eventually, uh, it will go in. Uh, Second on the list was where something is. I don't know about you, but I'm forever losing my uh, keys and wallet, and uh, it drives my wife uh, to despair. <laughs> I put them down somewhere in a safe place, and, uh, and then I can't quite remember uh, where I've put them. Uh, third on the list was telephone numbers. I don't know about you, but I don't even try to remember my mobile number. Every time someone asks for my mobile number, I have to get my mobile phone out and, and go through several menus to get to my number, and then I uh, give them the 11 digits. Uh, fourth was words, people forget words, you know, uh, just can't quite bring the right word to mind. And then fifthly was faces, uh, you know, you bump into somebody and uh, you just can't quite remember where you've, uh, where you've met them before. Well, it's quite funny sometimes, isn't it, to forget, but there's a, a seriousness as well, isn't there? Uh, A few years ago, sadly, my mother passed away, but before she passed away, uh, she contacted a a disease called Alzheimer's. Uh, Some of you, unfortunately and sadly, will be familiar with that disease, but what that disease does is it robs people of their memories. And uh, before my mother died, she was a shell of the person that we knew and loved. She couldn't even remember uh, those closest to her. I mention that just to uh, introduce really the whole idea of remembrance and its importance and how important it is to remember. And in that passage which I chose from the New Testament from uh, 2 Peter uh, chapter 1, Peter is also speaking about the importance of remembering. And so uh, if this sermon was going to have a title, it would be this. Don't forget to remember. Don't forget 
to remember. Peter says, I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it's right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon be put it aside and I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will be able to remember these things. And of course, Today is Remembrance Day. And uh, I would like to suggest that on Remembrance Day that there are three things that we need to remember. First of all, we mustn't forget to remember those who have given their lives. We join in people all over the country, in holding that two-minute silence, in memory of men and women who have given their lives in war. And there is a sadness, isn't there, about today, as we remember. And uh, reading out those names kind of brings it home, doesn't it? It's not just that we're remembering... Uh, nameless people were actually remembering people's names who gave their life in the service of this country. And so we mustn't ever forget to remember those who have given their lives. And then secondly, of course, we mustn't forget to remember those who still give their lives. I'm somewhat younger than some of you here this morning. And uh, as I was thinking about this morning, I was going to say I've not experienced living through war. Um, but then I had to kind of rethink that because actually um, in my lifetime, uh, this country has been at war. Um, I've lived through the Gulf War, um, I've lived through the Falklands War, I've lived through the war with Iraq, and uh, there's war going on again, and again now in Afghanistan and in different parts of the world there are still wars going on. But the wars that I've lived through uh, are somewhat different to some of you that can recall the Second World War. Because it's easy for us to forget that we're living through a time of war because uh, my experience of war is watching something on the television set. My experience of war is seeing bombs dropped on countries far, far away that cause terrible devastation but I can carry out my daily business and go about life as if there was no war. For those of you, of course, who have lived through the Second World War, you will have experienced war in a very different sense. There are people here this morning who actually participated in war itself and experienced the terrible nature of war. There are people who here this morning who can remember what it was like to have to go to the air raid shelters and the fear of bombs dropping on your home. But war today is very different. But we mustn't forget because we ourselves are spared much of the horrors of war, 
We must not forget there are still men and women that go out and fight wars on our behalf, whether we believe it's correct or not. That's for the politicians to decide, isn't it? But there is still war and there is still devastation. And there are still people who experience similar things to what many people experienced in the Second World War. The fear of bombs and explosions going off in their homes or their towns. And because we're not directly affected by it, unless we happen to have somebody who's serving in the armed services within our family or within our realm of friendships, and then it becomes a little bit more real, doesn't it? But for most of the time we can carry on our lives and therefore there is a tendency for us to forget those who still give their lives. And of course even this week we hear more sad news from Afghanistan, don't we? That soldiers have lost their lives. And there's not only the pain of loss, but for me there's another pain... And that is that as, a, as humankind, as people, we seem to have come a long way, don't we? If you think of the advancements that have been made since the Second World, for example, if you think of, of the, the great advances that have been made in, in telecommunications, we've been to the moon and back. Um, you know, we have these things called mobile phones and computers. I can phone somebody and uh, speak to somebody on the other side of the world in an instant. I can exchange photographs. There's all sorts of advancements that mankind has made. And yet, how far have we really come? We still don't seem to have been able to find a way of resolving conflicts and differences without fighting and killing. And that's why I have a third thing that we need to remember. Don't forget to remember the one who gives life. Don't forget to remember the one who gives life. You see, Peter in this passage, in, in the second letter of Peter, of course, when he's talking about remembering, he's not talking about war. He's talking about Remembering the things that he has received from Jesus. He's asking the people to remember these things. So I will always remind you of these things. And we might say, well, what things, Peter? What things are you wanting to remind us of? And that's why I read that section at the beginning of uh, 2 Peter chapter 1. Because Peter wants to remind us... Of God's divine power that has been given. And he wants to remind us of the one who has given life. Who has given us great promises. He wants to remind us. He says this, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. You see, when God created the world, he said it was good. Uh, but it didn't take very long for man to kind of spoil it. Adam and Eve hadn't been in the world very long before they were falling out about whose fault it was that they'd eaten from the tree 
of the fruits of the knowledge of goodness and evil. And of course it's only in the very next few chapters that we find the first murder in the Bible. It didn't take very long for mankind to go wrong and Peter's saying that if we remember these things we can actually participate in the divine nature rather than human nature. Because it seems to me that there is something wrong with human nature. Seems to me that there's something wrong with human nature. And that Peter wants to remind people that we're called to participate in the divine nature. And he goes on to say, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. These are the things that we are called to remember. That there actually is another way. A different way. To resolve our conflicts. A different way. And that of course is the way of peace. And not of war. And Peter wants the people that he's writing to. Who by the way are not experiencing war but are experiencing persecution and suffering because of the things that they believe. So he's writing to a people who know what it's like to be persecuted and he reminds them that they're called to participate in this divine nature which leads to love rather than to war. And he says this, but if anyone does not have them, He is short-sighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his sins, from his past sins. And you notice that word, forgotten. Remember we're saying that we're not to forget to remember. And here's Peter saying, one of the reasons why people live in the way that they they live is because they've forgotten the things that God has said. And I don't know about you, but it seems to me that we live in times when many people seem to have forgotten about God's way. It's not just that there's wars in the world which are terrible, but we only need to drive into Burnley on a Saturday night to see that something's gone wrong with our world in the way that people live and the way that people behave. And Peter suggests that it's something to do with the fact that people have forgotten something that's really important to remember. That God has given us a way to live our lives. And Jesus demonstrated how to live. He also demonstrated how to die. And Peter says that he's going to remind the people of these things. That is going to refresh their memories. And that's why I'm really glad that this act of remembrance takes place within a church service. Within the presence of God. Because we do need to remember. Not only those who have given their lives and those who continue to give their lives. But the fact that God gives us life and wants us to live in a particular way.
And so, don't forget to remember. I don't know if anybody uh, recognises this person. Do feel free, free to uh, shout out if you think you know who, who it is. You might even want to hazard a guess. It's nobody here this morning, by the way. <laughs> anybody hazard a guess? No, no. But, but thank you for guessing, because... It's nice that somebody's there. Somebody's out there. Somebody's listening. That's great. Perhaps if I, if I, if I put another symbol on, you might say, uh, that might help. Picture of uh, Alfred Nobel. And of course the Nobel Peace Prize is a supreme award given to those who have made an exceptional contribution to the betterment of the world. Other Nobel Prizes are given to those who have made outstanding contributions to the arts and to science. But whilst we've heard of the Nobel Peace Prize, I wonder whether you know the story behind how it came into being. Alfred Nobel, a Swedish chemist, uh, made his fortune by inventing powerful explosives. And licensing the formula to governments to make weapons. And one day, Alfred Nobel's brothers died... And a newspaper by accident printed an obituary notice for Alfred instead of his deceased brother. It identified him as the inventor of dynamite, who made a fortune by enabling armies to achieve new levels of mass destruction. Noble had the unique opportunity to read his own obituary in his lifetime and to see how he would be remembered. He was shocked to think that this was what his life would add up to that he would be remembered as a merchant of death and destruction. He took his fortune and he used it to establish the awards and the accomplishments for contributing to life rather than death. And today, indeed, Nobel is remembered for his contribution to peace and human achievements and not explosives. Somebody who remembered what life is really about. And Peter, in his letter, wants us to remember that God has given us a different way to live. And really the question that some of us may think about is, you know, how will, be we, how will we be remembered? How will we be remembered? When all's been said and done... What will be we be remembered for? Peter reminds the people that he's writing to make sure that they remember what God has said. What God has said about how we live our lives. What God has said about how we treat our brothers and sisters and the rest of humanity. He reminds the people that Jesus has shown a way that is very different Markedly different than the way that most people live. And the challenge and the call on this day of remembrance is to remember that God has shown a better way to live. A better way to treat people. And a better way to love. And so, let's not forget to remember. Let's not forget to remember those who have given their lives. Let's not 
forget to remember those who still give their lives. And let's not forget to remember the one who gives life. 